Happy Friday, friend. I pray your week has gone well, and I pray that your weekend will be just as great. So I wanted to talk to you for a few minutes about suffering for the sake of Christ. Suffering saints is what I'd like to call it. Now, I think, I don't, I don't have a necessary theme for my episodes with this podcast. I just go as the spirit leads. But what I'm noticing is um, because I do have the gift of encouragement, um, exhortation, I tend to lean towards encouraging others who are going through. Um, It's not that I'm going through necessarily when I'm encouraging others. However, it just is. It is that there is a point of time in everyone's life when you're just going through. And how, what a blessing it is to be able to have encouragement. Everyone needs encouragement. And so I was reading through one of my old Bibles and came across something that I wrote. And it said, Suffering Saints. And it was based on Romans the fifth chapter, verses one through five. So I want to read that to you. And I'm actually looking at it right now. And for three years in a row, I wrote first time. Uh, well, it had to be before 2017 because I wrote again on 928.17. And then I wrote 3.518. And then I wrote back at it to 2019. And... Apparently, I needed this for encouragement. Uh, 2017, 18, and 19 uh, were some tough years for me, especially the earlier years of uh, latter 16 uh, and all of 2017. Just really, really hard um, personally. And I had to learn how to cling to Christ and to Him alone in order to grow and to stay rooted and grounded and to have peace. Because I tell you, you can have all of the uh, the toys or however you want to put it, all of the jewels, all of the, the, the highs of that this world offers. But if you do not have peace, my daddy used to say that don't mean a hill of beans. And so I say to you, friend, that no matter what the world is trying to push at you, if you don't have God's peace, you don't have anything at all. So let's read uh, 1 through 5, Romans, the fifth chapter. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Oh my goodness, friend. I could, no wonder why I kept going back every year. Um, I should commit this to memory. This 
these five verses are so powerful. I would just read them and read them and read them again. Um, but I want to reread a part of verse three. And it says, not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. What? Now the world would say, rejoice in your sufferings? Are you kidding me? What is there to rejoice about? Um, yes, we. Uh, the world does uh, seem to say, you know, when life gives you lemons, uh, make lemonade. However, that's only to a certain extent of what we're willing to accept in our flesh. Uh, but when we walk in the spirit, no matter how hard it gets, friend, I'm telling you, suffering is never for nothing. And I know that might not be the proper English, but it's the truth. As followers of Christ, under the blood of Jesus Christ, our suffering is not in vain. And when you think about suffering, you may think about something that is physically painful. It could be. It could be emotionally painful. It could be spiritually painful. Mentally, just hard, the hard knocks of life. It's never for nothing. The Bible says all things work together for the good of those who love God and were called according to his purpose. And friend, you have purpose. Please don't take these sufferings lightly and for granted. Cling to the one who can give you power in your weakness, who will be your strength in your struggle. I'll read 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, and I'll start at verse 7. And this is talking about Paul's vision and his thorn. Um, Prior to chapter 12, he was boasting about his sufferings, um, not in the flesh pride type of thing, but boasting in the Lord that the Lord had indeed... um, allowed him to suffer for Christ's sake, for the sake of Christ, for the glory of God. And oftentimes I think that many Christians, we tend to be so focused on the things and the cares of this world that when we are um, blindsided or even just head on facing a suffering, we, we tend to wither. Or get fretful instead of saying, wait a minute, God, what are you trying to tell me here? What do you want to teach me out of this? How can you get glory out of my life from this situation? God, I yield this to you. Yes, it hurts. No, I don't understand, but I trust you. Sometimes we're looking so deep into the situation that we lose focus and we forget that God is God and nothing catches him by surprise. And if he allowed it, not that he wanted it necessarily, 
But if he allowed it to come into your life, he will work it out for your good. And that's the hardest part because that's where faith comes in. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So even though when we look at the situation and we're trying to figure it out with our human minds, we have to put ourselves to the side and put our faith and trust in God. He cares, friend. Cast all of your cares unto Jesus because he truly cares for you. He cares. He knows. There is never a time where God shakes his head to say, Oh my goodness, how did this happen? When did this happen? Why did this happen? What can I do? God is all-powerful. He is ever-present. He is Alpha and He is Omega. There is nothing that catches Him by surprise. He knows all things. And His Word is true. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Friend, you've got to get in this Word. You've got to get in this Word and you've got to trust in the Word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will remain. His word will not fail. God is not man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he would have to repent. Whatever he says will come to pass. And how do we know what he says? By getting into his word. I was speaking to a group of young ladies recently and I challenged them to search the word of God and find what he says about whatever situation it is that you're going through because there's nothing new under the sun. The thing is that we don't stay armored in the word of God. The the Bible says, Put ye on the full armor of God so that you can be able to withstand the wiles of the devil or the wiles of the wicked one, whichever version you read. So there's, I mean, he's giving us, put on the full armor of God. Why? So that you can be able to stand, withstand the wiles of the devil. Which means if we do not put on the full armor of God, that means we will not be able to withstand the wiles of the wicked one, the tricks of the wicked one. And he is so conniving. The enemy is so conniving and he, he is not omnipresent. So he, he's not everywhere all at once. He's not God. He's not omniscient. He does not know everything. But he is conniving. And he plays on our weaknesses. He studies our weaknesses. The things that we do. In our flesh. And he uses it against us. He is the accuser of the brethren. He is constantly going to God. Accusing us. Because he knows where his end is. 
And he, it says hell, the Bible says hell enlarges itself daily. And so he is cunning and tricking those who are far from Christ, who have turned from Christ. And many think that they're well on their way to heaven. Many don't care. But my heart goes out to the ones who think that they have a surefire, solid rock relationship with Christ and they don't because the enemy has covered their eyes and confused them. And I don't want that to be me or you, friend. And the only way that that's not going to happen is for us to keep our eyes affixed on Christ and to renew our minds daily in him and to not base our actions on our feelings but to base them on truth and to push and persevere even in the midst of hard times because the Bible says that is building our character. It's building our character, friend. I'll read that part again. Rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. That means that keep going, keep going, keep going. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Let us walk in the spirit, friend, and not fulfill the the desires of the flesh. We can do this, friend. We stand on the side of victory. We can do this. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. We can do it. You can do it, friend. If God before you, who can be against you? Hmm? Who can? So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. That's Hebrews 10th chapter, verses 35 and 36. I'll read it again. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. I'll read verse 37. For in just a very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. I'll read verse 39 again. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. And I say to you, friend, be encouraged. Be encouraged in the Lord. Draw near to God. He will draw near to you. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. 
let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. Oh, friend, and that was from Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verses 22 through 24. Be encouraged in the Lord, friend. Um, This episode did not go as I thought it would. God be all the glory. Uh, Just a little side note. Uh, For those who are listening and have not heard the uh, earlier episodes, I made up in my mind when I first started this this podcast that I would not do any editing. Um, In my past, I heavily struggled with uh, the spirit of perfectionism, just wanting everything to be perfect. Um, there's nothing wrong with this working in the sp- and walking in the spirit of excellence. However, no one is humanly perfect. And to challenge myself just to be, I decided that I would not edit for this podcast. That I would just let things be the way they originally were. And I'm okay with that. And so, I just wanted to throw that in there for any new listeners. Um, if you catch any hiccups... Uh, Take it in love. All right. Well, I pray your weekend is a good one. I pray it's um, full of rest. Um, Also, I pray that if you need to be productive, even if that being productive means um, purposely resting, I pray that you can do that. I pray that you would uh, take some time out to spend with God. Um, I pray that you would take time out to listen Um, more so than talk. And I pray that you can enjoy your family. Until next time, friend. God's peace and blessings.